Welcome to the Movie Hit List Podcast, where each week we review a movie and decide whether or not we would put it on each of our hit lists. So essentially, whether or not we would kill it off because it's not worth your time. So this week we're reviewing A Wrinkle in Time, which just came out on Netflix September 25th, but it was in theaters a little while ago. So it's out on Netflix and DVD. Um, It was directed by Ava DuVernay, who also did the movie Selma and a couple other movies, but I feel like Selma was the biggest one that I remembered. Which I don't even remember. I don't remember that coming out. I remember it being really, like, talked about a lot, but I haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. So, it made a lot of money. Yeah. So, A Wrinkle in Time is based off the book, A Wrinkle in Time, by Madeline L'Engle that came out in, like, 1962. And I remember reading the book in, I want to say, middle school. And I remember it being super weird, but I really liked it. Because it's part of a series of, like, five books. And I... uh, at least read the first three. I don't think I knew there were five books, but I remember them being weird, but really good, especially the first one. Um, yeah, so there was, I think, like, the book is fairly well-liked. Yeah, I never actually read it as a kid, but yeah, from what I hear, it was really good. Yeah. So there was a lot of hype about this movie. It was made by Disney, so there's gonna be hype anyways because it's Disney but it had a pretty strong um cast Chris Pine plays uh the dad whose name I'm blanking on Dr. Murray yeah something like that yeah who's the NASA scientist who goes missing um Oprah Winfrey Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Kaling all play uh the misses in the movie which are they're kind of like witches who are guiding the kids on their quest oh we should read the plot that would make sense um (laughs) after the disappearance of her scientist father three peculiar beings send meg her brother and her friend to space in order to find him so meg her brother charles wallace and their friend calvin all go through like space yeah it doesn't even actually seem like space you never actually like get a glimpse of what you think space is like right i feel like it's more i usually try to explain it as like dimensions because i feel like that's more it's more yeah it's definitely more like that yeah so made by disney based on this book the cast looked really good oh yeah Um, definitely had a good I mean, lineup, I'd say. Yeah. Very prominent A-list actors. They were on um, the cover of Time magazine Mm -hmm. before the movie came out promoting it. So, like, that's pretty big. Most movies, I don't think, are on the cover of Time magazine. And I think the reason why is they were trying to, I mean, one, promote the movie, obviously, but... If I can remember correctly, the article, or at least the cover, was talking about how diverse of a cast it was. Um, Yeah. I mean, it is a pretty diverse cast, and the director is female, which is a pretty big deal in general, but also I feel like because it's Disney and because, like, the movie had such a big budget, which, oh, I just looked it up. I want to say it was, like, $130 Yeah. Yeah, around uh, about 131 million, I think it was. Yeah. Because they ended up bringing in a 
about 130 million. So they were very close to not meeting. 37, I think. So like they just barely went yeah. over. Yeah. All in all to say, I mean, I loved the book as a kid. And so going into it, like I really, really wanted it to be good. And I had heard mixed reviews. So I didn't go in with like super high expectations, but. Yeah, I kind of went in with low expectations from what I had heard previously by people who had seen it. Um, so when I went in, I was kind of expecting it not to be as great, I guess. Um, and yeah, I kind of didn't, I didn't actually get fully invested in it when I was watching. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be weird because as I said before, like the book is pretty odd. The whole concept is weird, but I, uh, I feel like there's a difference between like intriguing weird and just awkward, yeah. which is kind of how this movie felt. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting isn't great. Like, it's really pretty flat, and I don't know if that was on purpose, like, to go along with the fact that it's weird and kind of uncomfortable, but it just made the whole thing really cringy. Yeah, it, it was definitely difficult to watch some of these actor portray these roles that just kind of made you a little uncomfortable after a while. Yeah. Uh, like, for example, the Calvin-Meg friendship romance, whatever it is, and isn't, I don't remember getting this from the book, but in the movie, like, you don't, Calvin doesn't have a major purpose. Right. Like, he kind of just randomly shows up with them, and then, like, is with them the rest of the movie, but he never really does anything. They really don't even interact much. It's almost as if they were trying to add some kind of possible romance in there, but then realized, ah, no, we probably can't do that. I don't remember if there was a romance in the book. I remember him being in the book. Yeah. And, like, being important. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think it more or less focused on the brother-sister relationship yeah. than it did all three of them. I mean, which is pretty important i'd say charles wallace is like definitely one of the higher up characters he's like the first one that introduces the misses and like is supposed to be this genius so he kind of understands all the weird futuristic things that are happening um and i thought he did a really good job until well i mean honestly his acting was good the whole movie is for a child actor like being that young, yes, I agree. His acting was probably one of the better ones that I'd say in this film. One of the things I had forgotten that happens is in the end, he's kind of with the kind of the bad guy, for lack of a better term, in this movie. It's not really a person. It's this like entity called the it which kind of reminded me of the mind flare from stranger things Mm -hmm. just in looks but it he is with it too long whatever anyways charles wallace becomes like temporarily bad and that was the moment i knew like this is really not a great kids movie because any kid i know would be super freaked out exactly even i mean i was freaked out for a little bit of it because not having read the book or anything i didn't know what was going to happen yeah it was really kind of disturbing absolutely 
Uh, and also along the same lines of being a good or not good kids movie. Because like it would be one thing if I didn't like it, but I was like, oh, I could show this to kids I was babysitting. One, I wouldn't because that whole end part is creepy. But two, I, for being like a kids movie, for being a Disney movie, I didn't think there was any parts that were really funny. Right. Yeah, no. Or like, I guess there was a couple where it like kind of tried. Yeah. But, but overall. It just kind of failed. Yeah. I think part of that had to deal with dialogue. At least in my opinion, I thought it was lacking in a way. It the, it was complicated for somebody who didn't know what was going on to understand what they were trying to say. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah. it just, to me, it didn't really make much sense. It didn't seem as though the dialogue was moving the story along. And I think maybe part of that is because since it's revolving revolving around such a futuristic sci-fi kind of concept and they do explain it because like both the kids' parents are, parents are scientists, um, but like I'm not a science person so it still doesn't really mean anything to me mm-hmm. so it's just a little hard to like wrap your head around the concept right yeah. yeah and i mean to an extent like i understand it is dealing with things that i mean aren't really real right per se but i feel like if i were to have a kid watch this they may not understand it as well either it yeah. kind of just depends i guess on whether they read the book first yeah, just all in all, there wasn't much to the movie. There wasn't anything that got me, like, super invested in the characters, aside from the fact that I'd already read the book. And there's not, like, a big payoff or moral, really. No. So, Stephanie, if you had to choose, would you hit this movie? I think I would hit it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Honestly, I thought it was worse than Valerian, which is so difficult to say because, oh, I hated Valerian a lot. I know you did. But this film just, to me, was, there was no purpose for it. I just couldn't understand it to the point where I would appreciate it. I don't know if I hated it more than Valerian. I was definitely very disappointed because, like, again, the book is good. It's one of those things where the book is 100% better than the movie. Go read the book. Don't watch the movie. But it's, you know, new to Netflix, so now you know not to waste your time. Or you could if you really want to. But maybe don't watch it with kids. No, I I think it's probably one of those things, even though it is supposedly PG. I mean, I guess I see why. It was still a little dark. I mean, the visuals-wise was a little scary. I mean, nothing bad, just unsettling i guess i think that's a good way to describe it so i hope you enjoyed our review of a wrinkle in time and that you'll come back next week for whatever movie we're reviewing it'll be posted on instagram hopefully beforehand yes ideally and make sure to follow us on instagram at movie hit list podcast for updates absolutely